Well, good morning. Good to see you in the house of the Lord today. Pastor said to tell you, and I'm going to tell you because the pastor told me to tell you, this message is for you. It's not for the person beside you or behind you or in front of you. So he said to tell you, listen, this message is for you. Pastor, if you're listening, that's what I told him. Been struggling all week, been struggling now for several weeks uh, on the gospel and a worm. What is the gospel? We've been studying about that. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand. So the gospel, by which you are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, lest you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture. So what is the gospel? The death, the burial, and the resurrection. Say it. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now Proverbs 30 verse 5 says, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. And then not only that... But in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says, uh, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Inspiration is the word theosmustic, which simply means God breathed. So the Bible that you have before you is a God breathed book written by man. By God, by God moving his um, fingers or whatever they wrote with in that day. Several weeks ago now, the pastor has been preaching on the hope that is in us. Uh, and uh, one of the Sundays, he read Psalms 22. He read the whole thing, I think. And something jumped out at me in reading that. Uh, and I didn't do much about it until he read it the second time. I believe the next week he read Psalms 22. And 22.6 got my attention. Where it says there, but I am a worm and a, a no man. As I come to this passage of scripture, I kind of felt like Moses the prophet. Uh, as he stood at the burning bush. And God spoke to him out of that burning bush and said, Remove thy shoes uh, or thy sandals from thy feet, for the ground that you stand on is holy ground. And I kind of have felt that now for the last couple of weeks uh, as I read it again and again and again and again. Psalms written by David about the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and I believe he said it was written 1,000 years before it actually took place. Uh, 
before the Romans adapted the method of executing their criminals. And as I studied this, I discovered 33 distinct prophecies that were fulfilled at Calvary through this. Now, all 150 Psalms at one time were not one long song group of Psalms, but it was actually divided into five different songbooks. He mentioned that. And uh, Psalms 1 to Psalms 41. That's the Psalms that can be compared to the book of Genesis. Psalms 42 to 72, it can be compared to the book of Exodus. Psalms 73 to 83 can be compared to the book of Leviticus. Psalms 84 to 106 can be compared to the book of Numbers. And Psalms 107 to 150 can be compared to the book of Deuteronomy. And it's a Jewish praise book that they would sing their songs to the Lord. There were several different kinds of songs that they would sing. They would sing the songs of Zion. These were songs about the land. They would sing the songs of Moses. Uh, these were psalms, uh, songs about the Lamb. Uh, then there was the songs of Solomon. Uh, these were songs about love. Uh, one of the greatest books in the Bible is the Song of Solomon. And, and he tells us about the love that he has uh, for this certain individual. Uh, and there was the songs of David. They, was, they were songs about the Lord. They're songs of expectations. These were songs about the coming reigning king of glory. There was imprecatory psalms. These were songs about the judgment of God and how that God is going to judge in the end time. They're messianic songs. These were psalms about the Lord Jesus Christ and what Jesus was coming into the world to do and He's coming again to do. And there were songs about them. There were reigning psalms. These were songs about ruling and reigning on the throne of David there in the, uh, in the city of Jerusalem. And then there were crucifixion psalms just like we have before us here this morning. And then there were resurrection psalms. That's what we're waiting on. The resurrection. We're waiting for the trumpet to sound. And the moment that the trumpet sounds, uh, the dead in Christ is going to raise first. Uh, and then those that are out there that are alive and remain is going to be changed in a moment and a twinkle of an eye. And we're going to all be called up together to be with the Lord in the air. Some Psalms needs to be studied together. Psalms 22, Psalms 23, and Psalms 24 needs to be studied together. In Psalms 22, you have the shepherd's cross. In Psalms 24 or 23, you have the shepherd's crook. And then in Psalms 24, you have the shepherd's crown. And that brings me to my text. I am a worm and no man. I can understand when the scripture tells me I'm the bright and morning star. 
I can understand when it says I'm the lily of the valley. Uh, I can understand him saying I'm the rose of Sharon or I'm the first and the last uh, or I am the door. Uh, I'm the bread of life. I'm the prince of peace. Uh, I'm the alpha and omega. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm, I'm the good shepherd that gives his life for the sheep. I can understand that, but when he says I'm a worm, I can't understand that until, until. My first study took me to Strong's Concordance because I wanted to see what the original Hebrew word for worm really was. And when you look it up, it is a word tola. T-O-L-A, or sometimes it is T-O-L-A-A-T-H, and there's a whole nother message in that last word, tolapa. Oh boy, maybe God will let me dig that one out. When you study the tola worm, you discover that it's difficult to or it's different and just why Jesus said what he said. Now in the book of Romans, we've been studying in the book of Romans, and it's not on the, on the overhead there, but look what it says in Romans chapter number 1, verse number 20, if you have your Bible. I'll give you just a moment to turn there. And it says in Romans chapter 1, verse 20, for the invisible things of the tola worm. That's how what I added in there. For the invisible things of the tola worm are of him from the creation of the world are cleanly, clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even the eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. In a nutshell, that is saying that nature itself teaches you that there is a God. And we're going to learn a little bit about nature this morning. And that brings to the first picture that I have here. Look at this first picture that they have. What do we have? That's the best Scotty could do. He got all these pictures up, so he's, he's up in New York. Blame him. You see the tola worm. Looks more like a bug, doesn't it? But that's what's referred to as a tola worm. You see the one with the wings? That is the male. Don't forget that. That's very important when we look into the scriptures uh, this one that has the wings. Keep that in the back of your mind. Maybe God won't let me forget it as I get toward the other. So the first time that the total worm is mentioned is not here in Psalms, but in Exodus chapter number 16. When it tells us there that God brought down manna out of heaven to feed the people in the wilderness for some 40 years they were instructed to get about a omer full every day, all but on Friday, and they were to get two omer fulls on Friday, and they were instructed concerning the matter, don't get any more, don't get any less, because it says in the morning, if you've gathered too much, the tola will show up. 
Yeah. So the first thing we find about the total worm is it's connected to the manna. And Jesus said in the Gospel of John, chapter number 6, verse number 47, Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which came down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. And then verse number 51 says, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of the bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give him is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Now he's not teaching cannibalism here. So let's look at this total worm and see how it's connected with the Lord Jesus Christ and the prophecy and nature itself that teaches you if you didn't have a Bible, if you knew something about the total worm, you'd know the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm going to prove it to you. The total worm was actually bred and harvested by the priest in that day because it had a reason. I, I discovered also that they're still doing that today. They are getting ready for that tabernacle that is going to be built there and they're trying to do it the same way that the tabernacle in the beginning was done and all the linen curtains and all the garments around there, what the priest wore, the of the uh, the uh, things that he wore on his body that were dyed red or purple or scarlet or blue, uh, you'll find that the total worm is connected in with those. And so today they're still gathering that total worm uh, and they are using it to make the red dye uh, to go into the curtains, into that badger skin. Uh, and you can imagine, now this little this little total worm is not much bigger than a pea. Can you imagine how many of them they had to gather together in order that they might get enough dye to even dye the materials that were in the tabernacle of that day? So it was discovered that they could get the dye from, from that they had to gather the total worm within three days. Now keep that in the back of your mind. Keep that in the back of your mind. That's the reason I believe Jesus was three days and three nights in the heart of the earth just from studying the, just, just from studying the uh, nature itself. I'll show you in a minute. When I get down there showing yourself, I want you to stay seated. I don't want you to get up. don't want you to move. Don't you get excited? Boy, when I got there, Tommy, I wanted to share that with you, but I was just sitting at my desk the other day, and I was just overflowing because of what God had showed me. Also in that tabernacle, there was, a, there was, there, there was all the garments. You, you discovered a promulgated and a bell. Remember that? All along the, the, the thing of the, the priest and then even in the tabernacle, there was a bell and a pomegranate, a bell and a pomegranate, a bell and a pomegranate. 
I meant to put a picture of a pomegranate up there. Because I'm told that it has six points on the pomegranate, uh, and that's where the Star of David comes from that Israel got their flag from. Interesting, isn't it? Interesting. Not only that, uh, we have the total worm that's tied to the manna that came down from heaven. Now we've got the total worm that is tied in with the tabernacle and all the garments that are stained in there with scarlet or red or, 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 or purple. These were models of the suffering of Christ and by his blood made it possible that we might have access to the Most High. The veil in the tabernacle which separated the holy place from the holy of holies uh, was not just a cloth covering. There are three colors that were found in that veil that hung between the holy place and the holy of holies. Uh, there was the color of blue, the color of purple, uh, and uh, the and the color of scarlet. Scarlet is the color of blood, the sacrifice of dead. And within these colors here, there, we see a picture of the three members of the Godhead. Blue is for the Holy Spirit. Purple is a type of God the Father who sits on the throne uh, and looks out over creation. And scarlet is a, a type of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, which was shed for many for the remission of sins. Now remember this. Remember when Jesus was at the communion supper with his disciples and he's going to have this last meal with them. What was the first thing he did? He blessed the bread and then he broke the bread and he gave it unto them and said, this is my body. Eat you all of it. And then he took the cup and he blessed the cup and he said unto them, drink ye all of it, for this is my blood. And I'll not do this again with you until I do it with you in the kingdom. So we're going to go back to a communion service when we get to heaven or when we get into the millennial kingdom anyhow. So, notice what we have here. We have the total worm that's tied in with the manna. We have the total worm that's tied into the tabernacle, uh, which is a symbol of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and now we've got the total worm that's tied into the communion. How many other things does it tie into here in the Word of God? So let's see the, the message here. 256 titles are given in the Bible of the Lord Jesus Christ, but I never thought one of them would be, I'm a worm. And we're not talking about an earthworm or a catabal worm or worms like we fish with. 
But we're talking about a total worm. The male total worm can fly. Ladies, you can't. You can't fly. This will get you out of your seat. When that male begins to get ready to impregnate the female, he hovers over her. He hovers over her. What happened when Mary became pregnant with the Lord Jesus Christ? The Holy Spirit of God hovered over her and she received the seed from God that went into a virgin womb that later will be born as a virgin-born son of God. When the female gets pregnant, she only does it one time in her lifetime, and that's it. She produces one group of offspring, and that's all that she ever produces. Okay? When she gets ready to give birth, I've had the opportunity to be a father four different times and I've never understood why children can't be born at a decent time of the night. <laughs> it's always midnight or one o'clock or somewhere else. And it's, a, it's time. We never had had any children when Mary was expecting Tammy. She says, it's time. I took her up there. Wasn't time. We go back home and a little bit she says, it's time. Are you sure it's time? It's time. But I go up there and I wait and I wait and I wait and I'm waiting about three days. And finally the doctor says, you are a father. I didn't think she'd going to ever get here. I thought it was like an elephant. I thought it was going to be nine years. However long it is. But anyhow, here's what the total worm does. Look at that next picture there. The, the one that's red. We got that one. This is a total worm. And what color do you see? Do you see that? And so when she gets ready to give birth to all her offspring that she has received from the hovering over from the male total worm, she climbs up what is known as a Kermis tree. I believe that's what the cross was made out of. It's known as a Palestinian oak. Uh, but the Kermis tree, and we have a picture here in a little bit, we'll see this. Uh, but she climbs up what is known as a Kermis tree, uh, and she attaches herself to that tree. She attaches herself to that tree, uh, and she can never be freed uh, from that Kermis tree again. It's sealed. And nobody can 
you can try to take her body off of that, uh, but when you try to take her body off of that, you literally destroy her body, trying to take her body off of that tree. She's sealed there. She's sealed there till she gives birth to her children. She climbs a tree. She attaches herself to the tree. Jesus said, nobody takes my life from me. I lay my life down freely that I might do what? Take it again. Just, just watch how it takes again here in a minute. She builds a, sh- a shell around her offspring, the young that is to be born. She, before they are born, she secretes a red dye on every one of her offspring that she's going to have. And they will stay red as long as they live until they get down to the end of life. And you and I, you and I, I mean... What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me what as no, no other fount I know, nothing but the. Hang on to that. Give me that picture of this total worm about to give birth. I want you to say this. This is a total worm fixing to give birth. And if you look closely at that picture, you'll see stripes. There's stripes. Which is a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary fixing to give birth to his family. She only does it one time in her life. How many times did Jesus die on the cross? One time is sufficient as she gives birth there. The scarlet red dye that she bathes her young in that will never lose that stain. They're sealed under the day of redemption. I'm glad that the Holy Spirit of God, on the night that I got born into the family of God, I didn't know what had happened. I just knew I'd got born into a family of God and a big devil moved out and a God moved in. And I became sealed with the Holy Spirit of God until the day of redemption. Now, here's what happens. She gets ready to give birth. And her body literally 
burst open. It just burst open. And all of her young comes out. Now this may seem not too good to you, but that offspring literally eats her body until they get enough strength to get out on their own. Go back to the communion service. You see where nature's teaching us the gospel here in this one little total worm that is there. Show me that picture of, of, of the stain on the tree. That's a, that is a Kermis tree. And that red there in the picture, that's a stain of a total worm that has attached itself to the tree to give birth unto a family that there might be another generation again. Now, if the priest is going to get that red scarlet color, he's got to do it within three days. He's got to do it within three days. How long was Jesus in the heart of the earth? How long? Three days and three nights. As it says, Jonah. Jonah was in the belly of the fish. How long? Three days, three nights. That's reading every time they had a fish fry, Jonah didn't want to go. Jonah didn't like fish anymore after that. Now don't get excited. On the fourth day, on, on the fourth day, this body that's left, the tail part comes up and curves itself around to the head part into the form of a heart. In the form of a heart. And on the fourth day, she's already given birth to her family, She's already did what nature has sent her here to do. That's the reason Jesus could say, I'm a worm and no man. She curls herself up into that form. Give me that picture. What happens after she curls herself up into the form? You don't get it? Come now. Let us reason together, self the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, though your sins 
The word actually is tolashana. Though your sins be as tola, they shall be made white as snow. Though they be shana, like crimson, they shall be made as wool. Again, this, the priest had to scrape that, that total worm off within three days. Because after the fourth day, it does this. It turns white, flakes off, and falls to the ground. Now, do you know what they do with that? I didn't know this. They pick that up and they make shellac out of it. You builders know what shellac is, don't you? They make shellac out of it. And what do you use shellac for? To preserve wood. I'll never use shellac again without thinking about this. Jesus Christ went to the cross of Calvary and praised God for the resurrection which serves as a preservative to the wooden cross on Mount Calvary. I'm glad it's sealed. I'm glad it loves us. And not only that, but when the red heifer, and they're looking for that red heifer now where they can offer it as a sacrifice. It had to be red. It couldn't have any blemish or anything like that. They're still looking. They say they've got one. I, I don't know. That's just what I've been told. When a person would go out and they'd make themselves unclean by touching a dead body or something like that, they would burn that red heifer on the altar. But the high priest would take a red piece of cloth or garment that has been dyed from the from the total worm, and he ties that around that red heifer, and she's offered as a sacrifice on that altar, and then he gathers the ashes from off of that altar, and when anybody becomes unclean, he would take the ashes from the heifer, and he would sprinkle on And make him clean again. I don't believe for one moment it was a mistake that Jesus said through David a thousand years before it ever took place that I'm a worm. There's a gospel message in that total worm. All the way from the death to its burial to its resurrection. I'm looking for his coming again. Next thing on the program of God is the coming again 
of our Lord Jesus Christ in power and in great glory. When the trumpet shall sound and we shall be caught up together, I don't know how old we're going to be. I don't know exactly what the body's going to be like other than the fact it tells me that it's going to be like the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. You say what kind of body he had. He had a body that could be touched. He had a body that could eat. Did y'all eat on vacation? Joe said he did. A body that could communicate. How old was he? 33? Somewhere in that day. Anybody here 33? Anybody 33? Ain't nobody here. Chuck, you're not 33. Don't, don't raise your, you're wanting to raise your hand. When I was 33, I could do anything. Now I'm a lot older. I do good to get one foot in front of the other. I ain't done yet. Still going. God showed me this, and I began to study it. And it's been exciting. I don't know where you got anything out of it or not. But I trust that you did. Let's bow our heads for a moment of prayer while Tommy comes and preparing for the invitation. Maybe you're here. Maybe you've never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ. Or as we studied in our Sunday school lesson this morning, you go out and ask people, says, uh, do you believe God in and 99% of them will say, oh, yeah, I believe in God. Well, do you realize the devil believed in God and trembled? That ain't what it said about Abraham. <clears throat> it said that Abraham believed God. Not in God, but he believed God. You may be here and believe in God but are you here and believe God if not I pray this morning that you'll come and believe God Father thank you for the word of God thank you that even nature itself of the total worm teaches me the death, the burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. In a moment, we're going to stand. A song has been chosen. An opportunity for a person to come who does not know Christ to come and accept Him as their personal Savior. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name I pray.
Amen. As we stand.